Yo. Hi. No introduction music as of now yet, but we are back. Me and my girlfriend, Jacqueline. Nobody knows her last name because she's incognito. <laughs> and her family and family in Brazil, mean, meaning Brazilian family, doesn't want to know she's an alien. Yeah, nobody should know that I'm an alien. Hello, I'm so happy to be here with you. Have do you have big good vibration right now, Jackie? Yes, it's good. It's good to be home and take a bath and take a nap and eat. So we are back from where? We went to Pennsylvania for over a week. Yeah, we were in Pennsylvania. It was really nice. It was really nice, the fresh air, sunshine, direct sun on your window. Amazing, amazing. Why did we go? Because we were running away from... From what? A little thing that's bothering everybody. I wasn't running for anything. Like, I, I, was, I was just trying to get out of the city because I was freaking out. But I wasn't running from anything. What are you running from? From the coronavirus. Why? Well, you know, it's... But hold on, hold on. Uh, do you have coronavirus? No. Do I have coronavirus? No. Do you know anyone actually that has coronavirus? I know someone that might, but hopefully doesn't. Uh, yeah. But we don't know. We, sure. know. we know one person that's sick, but who knows even if it's corona. Uh, yeah, but... Uh, First and foremost, I was not running from coronavirus and I'm not running from coronavirus. I am making a lot of jokes and a lot of things about the whole thing, COVID-19 thing. They, uh, but one thing that I really want to emphasize, I'm not running from the virus, I'm not scared of the virus. And even if I would get the virus, I'm pretty sure I'd be okay. So, uh, or even if I die, you can die from regular cold the same way. True. So it's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> bless you, Jackie. I'm, I'm so sorry. Dinero. I'm as uh, intimidated of regular cold. <laughs> I hope it's not coronavirus. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, salud dinero amor, as they say. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, you're not yeah. gonna get sick because you're no, strong. even if I get sick, oh wow, you know, I don't really want to get into conspiracies, uh, but yeah, well, long story short, I'm definitely not running from the virus. Virus has been here forever and they always been dangerous. And a new virus, you know, if this virus would kill 90% of the people that affects, yeah, I'd be scared. It's 3%. And out of those 3%, 99% out of those 3% is old people. Or they have their immune system compromised. Yeah, so it's like, uh, once again, in previous podcasts I said this and... I don't want to uh, downplay the seriousness of the virus because it's a serious thing. But at the same time, like I said before, viruses are always serious things. And it's like, what else is new? I don't get it. But anyway, uh, so we went to Pennsylvania. I didn't go to escape the virus. I just wanted to be outside of the city because I, I'm, I'm still very intimidated that uh, there might be something going down and, you know, in my opinion, they trying to keep everybody inside because something is going on. And obviously, uh, for most regular people, mainstream media type of uh, perspective, idea is the virus. To me, it's something else. And I don't want to be stuck in the city. Whatever they are preparing, whatever is going on, one thing for sure, I don't want to be stuck in the city if Sheik hits the fan. That's true. I agree with you. But I was running from the virus. and um, Why are you scared of the virus? Why, what's so scary about the virus? Are you eight years old, Jackie? No, sweetie. The thing is, it has 
has been killing a lot of people, but none, none. How many? Supposedly in New York, the mainstream news says it's like the most affected city, maybe even more affected than China and all that stuff. But you know, I just came back and yeah, I went to the store. I cannot say the store looked kind of weird and literally uh, not completely empty, but some sections were completely empty and even people in there looked very like uh, unsettled and stuff. Uh, and so that looks weird but everything else is normal Not, nothing I don't see zombie people I don't see dying people I don't see any drama and supposedly you know people dying right and left and all that sort of stuff uh, for me it's difficult to uh, like uh, please don't get me wrong because uh I do believe mainstream news to some extent, but to me, like I've been saying before, all of a lot of this is uh, just like a scare tactic. And you know, not an expert, but if we would look at things statistically, I don't think this virus is so uh, out of control and it's so outstandingly dangerous and all of that. I just feel they found like a boogeyman and they basically uh, set the boogeyman free and most people believe the boogeyman is real and I'm one of few people that yeah like the virus is a real thing but it's a boogeyman more than a virus and I see it's a boogeyman and yeah that, it it's really starts to frustrate me because uh, I know there's many people that know that very well and they are aware that uh, they many people like making all of this way more serious than possibly is but like I was saying in a previous podcast why we don't ask questions what's going on there's a lot of weird stuff going on and I'm not sure if it's because of the virus you are right and I agree with you but you know, there is this fear that it's like invisible fear that. Yeah, invisible enemy. Yeah, like Trump said, invisible enemy. And <laughs> in one of the men of the interviews. You know, I think. And I don't know for sure of anything because I have been changing my mind like a typical Gemini 10 times a day. Nobody cares about Gemini. That's true. Anyway. The virus, it's real, but what's happening is that it's creating the, the reaction is creating so much panic and, you know, you can't go here from where, like from here to there. And, you know, people are kind of stuck in their houses. What I'm worried about is that as of right now, people are trapped in their house, right? Yes, thank God we have a house. Thank God we have food. Thank God we have the good stuff. Anyway, but the thing is, we're not working. And that means no money, no honey. And then the bills are going to come. And the economy will collapse. And then what's happening in Italy right now, it's like they have money, but they have no food. Because, you know, it's nothing is really moving. And what worries me is like, like if when when it ha the World War happened, people they lived in poverty for so long because there was no food, there was no money, there was nothing because nothing was produced, and it's pretty much the same. It's like this is the third world World War World World. What? What? This world, third world war with what? Invisible with corona, enemy? With, with the situation of coronavirus. You know, it might be, this virus might have been created in laboratory, might be like a, a weapon used. It may be happened because, you know, we have been destroying mother nature so much and the parasite had to find another host and then it chose us. It could be real that this happened. Um, 
it could be something in like some forces that are fighting over power we don't know but something very shitty is happening and something even worse is gonna happen afterwards because you know right now people are all inside they're feeling safe they have food they have this but they don't have money because nobody's working but yeah. then what's gonna happen after but like you said jackie uh, in italy people have money but they have problem with resources like food water are uh, just uh, everyday things that our infrastructure provides but what if the infrastructure is gone what if the truck that always brings you milk every day or every other day is gone what if uh the bakery that bakes bread and the cars that bring you the bread is gone mm -hmm. what if the water supply is gone what if you don't even have a river to drink from yeah we all fucked and that's why i don't want to be in the city city is the worst place to be if she hits the fan and long story short i uh, i understand common perspective and common status maybe not status quo but once again mainstream media is telling you it's all thanks to the virus and virus created all of this which i'm very skeptical uh, with and i'm just trying to question this and the thing is like i said you know if you if things happen if let's say we don't have access to, we don't have uh, the infrastructure that brings food brings gas the city just collapses yes. and, and people freak the fuck out that's like what i was thinking can you imagine if we have like a month without garbage collect collecting yeah and you make a very good point with that you know just garbage collection alone if it's gone we are fucked yeah and then talking about food supply water supply uh let's say even go farther let's say we don't have electricity we don't have internet people are just gonna go fucking crazy and that's why i'm already itching to go back to pennsylvania i really hope this shit can be over and i want to go back to my regular life training brazilian jiu-jitsu just being active in general and just interacting with cool people you know uh, training in a martial arts gym is one thing is you learn abilities to fight uh you know uh, uh what's the name uh, you know to protect yourself uh, don't need to fight but another aspect of training martial arts is you meet a lot of cool people and i miss literally those people more than training itself uh, but i miss training uh equally uh, the training itself is as equally important as the people but people are as they equally matter. important as training yeah and, because uh, i met those people and they are so cool very laid back yeah, nice people interesting in individuals though most most people that train are not cookie cutter type of person that you know basically does and watches uh, what everybody else does and watches yeah i would love to train but i, I don't want to get hurt yeah yeah Jackie, I, I, I believe uh, you might have a potential but if if you are deterred by bruises it right away tells you it's not for you because yeah. bruises are just like a normal thing you get bruises so if you just train like a no it if you're just used to training a bruise for you is like nothing you don't even notice it is and you know and if you notice it and it's too much for you it just means most likely it's not for your training true yeah but it's definitely but it's fun i did training before but you know it's you tried I, yeah, for a month. It, it was awkward, right? You ha did you go with the guys right away? How how did it work? How how did you get initiated to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu? Well, we, you know, I went to this gym, and then I started training, and you know they would do beginners class. It, it was interesting. I kind of like, you know, I'm a little bit like, I don't know. Germophobe. Yeah, sort of like, and then there was, 
you know, some people that smelled yes and then it's I normal like, you get a lot of smelly people i've been smelling I know, and before then I, was so. like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because of that and also i would come home with so many bruises so many bruises and then i thought why am i doing this yes it's for protection because if you need to kick ass sometime you can but then i don't want the bruises i understand jackie and you know me i, I know you almost a year we are pretty much on one year anniversary city. Yeah. Yes. I just mentioned this because I want to pretend to be a good boyfriend. You're and in reality, I'm not a dog. I don't cheat. I don't look at different women and all that stuff. And in reality, figure out what's reality, what's not. Am I <laughs> having a poker face right now or am I joking? Okay. Some of you know, some of you don't know. And I believe nobody really knows because poker face is strong. You gotta pay to play the game like a pro. But anyway, uh, yeah, the, and knowing you, you for a while, uh, I, I'm pretty confident this type of activity is not really for you because it's just you have too many ideas and perspective attached to just doing stuff and being. And certain things you just got to do, not think about it, just do. And if you think about it too much, yes, it's it's not going to work out. So I think that's one of the activities that will not work out for you if you would really want to get into it. Yeah, especially because we're, I train with you, quotation. Sometimes, yeah. yeah like, we have fun. I, I, I try to choke her out, put her in triangles, <laughs> control her. Like, oh, She's, she moves pretty good. I, I got to say... Uh, I've been training Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I'm no world beater. I'm not that good. I'm a purple belt under C. Ryan Quinn International Training Center. He's a black belt under Hanzo. Been training for about almost getting close to eight years. Uh, I'm all right. Uh, I can handle with purple belts, you know, and I do all right against them. But obviously there is fucking monsters out there. And, and I know I'm not that great but i'm not that bad uh, and what i was trying to say i kind of lost my train of thought that i'm good i'm fast i move fast oh yeah so basically like i'm not the best but i know more or less especially the basic game control attacks finishes i know this stuff reasonably well definitely not a beginner uh might not be an expert but advanced and it's difficult for me to get her. I gotta say, she moves pretty well. And yeah, if I would overpower her, yeah, I, I fucking choke her out really <laughs> quickly. But without overpowering her, it's very difficult. So she, she definitely has awareness. You have awareness, Jackie. And yeah, you do. You definitely could have a potential. But once again, I feel the way you are as a person it's too much for you just from sweat alone to physical uh, activity you know just physical strain on your body but, but do you think knows? i'm strong you're right uh if if you let's say if some damas would be attacking you in a dark alley that doesn't know much you could definitely get away that's that's a possibility you would not do anything to him but maybe you could get away that's always a plus, you know. I know a few tricks. I know, like, the bridge of the nose. Mm -hmm. You know, if you punch right there, you, it's, like, a very huge pain. I also know that if you press that person's eyes, they cannot take the pain. So that's one thing. Another thing, mm -hmm. you know, kick on the balls. That's, yeah. like, something else. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Thank God never happened. And God bless me, never happens. But, you know, I do, like rolling with you because you teach me a lot but you are so strong yeah and i don't even use all, all of my strength i just <laughs> use fraction of my strength then i'm like okay tapping 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 no you're not i'm not i'm not able to finish you that easily <laughs> but yeah uh yeah but overall in in general tra training yeah i'm just looking forward to like a regular life back to regular 
And I'm, once again, to me, all of this is madness. But why everybody completely believes it's because of the virus? I, I, it's because they put a fear. There is like a blanket of fear yeah. over everyone. But, you know, going back to the... It's so cool that we're going to be a year together, right? It is cool, Shaki. And I don't really overthink it. Uh, you know, like, it's nice. It's but wonderful. I was thinking about it because uh, you, so a year ago when I met you, it really marks new stage in my life. And yeah, it is cool to have history with somebody and, you know, we are working out and, you know, knock on wood, things keep on working out. And, you know, I'm, I'm definitely enjoying spending my time with you. Not too much when you're <laughs> constantly on me and trying to be like my backpack that's that's not fun you know like i don't want a girlfriend uh, to be my backpack you know and fucking carry her on my back pretty much 90 percent of the time when she's within like the same room or something you know like you know i'm not your baby you're not my baby we we're not a same living being so we don't have to be together constantly. But other than that, I'm very happy to... And one thing that's definitely is very meaningful uh, between you and me is that we can have a, a, like a relationship that's based also on logic, talking, you say I don't really talk with you, but I think we have plenty of conversations and we talk to each other and we try to understand each other. Uh, yeah, not always I'm willing to talk, especially about some bullshit and stuff. But yeah, I'm, I'm an open person and I'm trying, I'm still trying to figure out who you are. I hope you're still trying to figure out who I am. And another thing I, I want to say, which is in my opinion most important in a relationship, we both need to make each other better better and mm -hmm. so far you are making me better in many ways and i hope i'm making you better as well you are definitely making me better you are bringing me balance you know i was alone for such a long time and then you kind of become like a cat lady in a sense that never, without cats without cats uh, <laughs> no pets for me but, you know, the thing is, once you live alone for such a long time, you actually become very set on your ways. And, you know, like you were saying, like kind of germaphobic. I'm not a germaphobic, but I'm kind of like weird in so certain ways about OCD. OCD or like wanting things perfect, wanting things this way, that way. And after we met, I, cer I certainly... And I'm so grateful for you because you brought balance to my life. So you pointed out things to me that I don't see it. And then when you say it, I'm like, oh my God, that's true. Like, oh, Jack, you're complaining a lot about such and such or this and that. And I'm like, I don't even know that I was complaining. But then I realized because, you know, when you live alone for so long, you kind of get like in this mode that you're... You just do your thing and, yeah. and that's it. You because nobody else calls you yeah. up because you're always alone. So your own your own little world becomes like reality and in reality it's not. It's just like a small bubble you create for Exactly. Yourself. That's so true. And you know, I do I have to say thank you because you brought balance to my life and you made me better in many ways. In especially many ways. especially making you clean up after me. That's yes, I definitely my my skill of cleaning up after you it's it had improved amazingly tremendously yes. one thousand percent so much because you see that's the good thing also the balance on that and I'm grateful because when I used to be by myself you just I, had to clean up after yourself no things will be clean all the time and I still would clean and organize and then they were organized and I'll still go and organize again and then now that we're together you know you're not installing a table on the ceiling no more yeah and also <laughs> you you know i have what to organize and clean because you're messy but you got better because you're not as messy a little I, bit better 
Yeah, but I but got I'm better trying. because I'm... But you see, that's the thing. It's the balance because you became more organized, I became less... Allegedly, allegedly. Maybe one and a half percent more organized. Yes, but I became less freaking out about organization, like in a sense that the books had to be everything on the same level, everything looking the same. Pictures had to be exactly... Like, you know, it's kind of crazy, but... OCD, OCD. OCD. Shaki, I think anybody that listens to the podcast with you, any one of them, they can accurately uh, and safely say you are a crazy person. But I don't mean that... I I do not mean this in a bad way. Uh, And in my opinion, any person that's interesting is fucking crazy. And that's like a positive thing. It's just, it depends how crazy are you. Uh, in my opinion, me myself, I'm a pretty much mental person, but I'm positively crazy. Yeah. So are. that's how I view it. Yeah, I have my uh, ups and downs, and you know my downs are not pretty. And please, please, I don't wish anybody to catch me when I'm really down because I tear shit up physically and mentally. Whatever, doesn't matter. But the thing is, long story short, is for most part, uh, crazy people are the most interesting out there. It's just, if you are mentally crazy, it's different. But if you're like a positively crazy and you have your some bullshit things here and there, uh, overall, I think it's better than just being like a, a, a zombie going through life and trying to fit in and don't have any flavor to yourself. Yes, because you see... I, I actually, I like my craziness in a sense that, you know, everything I do, I do a good job. I give 100%. And that's what drives me crazy on, with people because, you know, people do half, halfway work. Instead of doing, like, a good job, they go and do, like, a lazy-ass job. And then later someone else have to go and fix it again or redo it. And then I think to myself... What a wonderful world. No, seriously. I think to myself, why doesn't everybody do things and do things well? So they only have to do once. I can answer to you right now. Tell me. Because people in general that are not brought up and raised in a way with just a proper work ethic. And I can tell you because I I am a child of that. And I'm not trying to blame my parents or anything. I was just a spoiled child myself, a brat. And yeah, I I never... I learned work ethic later on in life when I started working for myself, construction and stuff. And also through life experiences as well, moving out of my parents' house, this and that, just realizing that not everything is made for you. But in general, we live in a very easy world, especially first world conscious type of people. Even if you don't have a lot of money, you have most likely more than enough to get by and not worry about. So, for example, in different countries, third world countries or countries that people living in villages and stuff like that, some people need to worry if they're going to drink water the next day. Some people have to worry about, you know, how they're going to uh, take a shit, take a piss and f- have food, you know, like stuff that it's we don't true. even, like even hot water, clean water, it's all true. this stuff. It's so true. But the point I'm trying to make is that we have it easy and very few people ever try to teach kids the values that are necessary, like work ethic, discipline, uh, respect. Grit. Yeah, you know, because I see the parents here in America that they actually they don't want. For example, I work as a caregiver for kids, and and then you see the parents looking at you like you have to entertain a child all the time, but that what that damages a kid yeah. because when they grow up, even when they're teenagers or when they're growing. You see these children, they're not able to entertain themselves. They don't they don't get frustrated enough for them to solve their problems and go through challenges. And then they become this people that they are... Broken. They're broken. Disabled and they actually cannot, almost. Yeah, basically. Because, you know, 
they cannot get through life without suffering so much. You know, I had a very hard childhood. I was raised by my grandparents because my mom was a single mother. She couldn't work and take care of me, so I had to be raised by them. My my father never gave a shit. But, you know, it's everything is perfect, and I came up to be the person that I am because of that, and I'm grateful for everything yeah, in the but... process. But the thing is, I was raised, and my grandparents, they were like military style. Like, you're going to do your job, yeah. and then you can do that. If you want this, you have to do that. You know, there was no like, oh, you buy it for Christmas. I would only get clothes for Christmas. There was no such a thing of getting 16 gifts and choosing what you want. Like, you know, I, I've seen kids here. Yeah. You give them a gift and they're like, I don't like you. Fuck you. I don't like you. Oh, my God. Be fucking grateful. You're getting a gift. Seriously. And then these people, they don't have what it takes to be a real person. Yeah. So and then I understand if you think about this situation with coronavirus right now, people live in this society of I have it, I press a button, I want to press a button, I have it. And then what happens? People they don't have this patience and they have the ability of dealing with frustration and then they're all freaking out over the virus. Oh, yes, the virus is real. But you know, if you have a, if you if you if you can control yourself and be calm, your immune system certainly is gonna get stronger because you know, the more you worry, the more sick you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, Jackie, and you know the, the difference uh, between you and kids nowadays. Uh, yeah, you went, and also. Me, we are both very similar in a way that I didn't go through like a very difficult childhood. I just went through a lot, a lot of trauma as a teenager, but it wasn't caused by nobody. It was caused by myself and my own situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, you are similar, but you were more. Maybe you were not ab- abused, but you were more in a situations where you couldn't really do much about it, and. Uh, the, you were kind of bullied sometimes, but not your g- grandparents, but, you They're know. Wonderful. Yeah, my grandparents are yeah. always, like, my heroes. But, you yeah. know, in the school, I was bullied almost yeah. every every day I was bullied for yeah. something. You know, because back in the 80s, mm-hmm. when a child, I come from a small town, and pretty much I was the only child who was a bastard. You know, bastard is the person who doesn't have a father, technically, you know. But you know, because you do, but the father is not, yeah, wasn't living with the father, yeah. He never acknowledged me, I don't even have his last name. But the thing is, I was a child without a father, and that was a huge shame. And kids used to harass me every single day because of that and because of other things. But, you know, no matter what happened, it was always my fault. I used to have this teacher. He hated me just because of that. And I'm like, why? You know, he used to throw chalks on me. But don't worry, Jackie. That motherfucker karma is going to get him. No, I forgave him. Yeah, but the karma is going to get this guy. You know, hardships makes us stronger. Yeah, that's the whole point, basically. Like this coronavirus situation, whatever happened that created... We don't know, but the outcome is definitely going to be something good for humanity. Because right now, as we can see, the planet is cleaner. The animals are probably happier. There is less pollution. People are going in, diving in themselves. Families that were like selfish, they're they're forced to be together. So they have to work shit out. And, you know, for some reason, this happened. And I am pretty sure it's going to be a completely different world once this coronavirus situation is It already over. is a completely different world. True. But, you know, people will, will change. I don't know if people will be like so, um, you know, Gucci fashion. Oh, my God, I have of to course. have that. Or, you know, money this, money that. But you know, Jackie, uh, you know, you are not yourself Gucci this, Gucci that. 
But for example, one of the major things you talk about all of the situation, you mentioned money. So, and you are not extremely materialistic. But I am someone. Yeah, but, but the point is this, that we all, one way or another, you know, some people say everything comes down to the pussy. And I guess that's more so, but there are... Another pussy thing is money. Everything comes yes. down to the money and that's all we care about. Yeah, but lo long story short, people, please uh, look into things, wake up and the economy is broken. Uh, yeah. Yeah, people say, oh yeah, it's because of coronavirus. Me, I don't believe that. I think... Maybe it was already broken and this happened. Exactly. That's what I believe that. Like, I I believe economy is broken because they have a cover of coronavirus and nobody's going to be blamed for it. Only coronavirus. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but long story short, uh, what you were just saying, uh, me and you, we went through some difficult times and I went in like an adolescent stage between 15 and 18 or so. You went pretty much your whole life was pretty hard on you. But the thing is uh, that taught us a lot of lessons and we went through some sort of hardship and it makes us better, stronger individuals mm -hmm. uh, and we can manage with a lot of situations that regular soft people that never went through any hardship cannot. They literally, they you know, they can, but because uh, they don't have like a, a skill of like managing your own self and managing exactly. your own failures, managing your own abilities and inabilities, you have to be, in general, you have to be like a strong individual to just handle life in general and if you brought up from youngest age like I was that people always do things for you and try to make you happy all that creates is an unhappy person that has no life skills whatsoever that's why yeah. I am so grateful because my grandparents you know when I was six I had to actually I had chores and I wouldn't be able to go play until the chores were done. When I was like seven, I used to go to the bank for my grandma and, mm. and do stuff. And people knew me and the neighbors liked me because, you know, they would do like military style things, um, you know, education. But, you know, I, I grew up to be very disciplined. And probably that's why that I'm a neat freak a little bit and have OCD. But, you know... Every single job I go, people don't want me to leave. Why? Because you always give your 100%. And I think that's why I get so frustrated because people, they give half of their potential. I don't and think they give nowhere near close to half. You're right. Most people... So basically, like you were saying before, and I talked about this on the podcast before too, Now, nowadays culture, people want like a greatness mm -hmm. without any effort yes in order to so yeah much. but in order to achieve greatness you need to sacrifice unbelievable amounts either of time or blood or whatever but it's never never greatness comes completely Easy, for free overnight yeah like you know people come and say oh such and such like Messi, the the soccer player oh you're so lucky yeah my luckiness he said that he he worked like 10 years, I don't know how many years before yeah. he become a success, but that's the thing, you know, Cristiano Ronaldo, for example, he is the great of the world and he is old for, to be playing, but he trains every single day, even if there's no, no training, he does it at home and he have like a military yeah. style. And then I think to myself, why doesn't people do their best and are honest and are kind and are mindful because can you imagine like now people are going crazy because they didn't have enough toilet paper guess oh, yeah. what because they probably use like half roll of toilet paper when they go clean themselves up and then guess what then they don't live in a mindful way of saying oh if i use less or be more mindful i'm still gonna get the job done but i'm not gonna be have to be wasting and littering so much it's just a thought, you know, just like food and, and everything else, you know, when you work 
for for people and go to their houses you see them wasting so much stuff and then you think oh god you know all these clothes that you're throwing in the garbage it could go don for donation for people that can have this food can be you know redirect things like maybe yes. people now are going to start to think about that and Hopefully. sharing Hopefully, because the way modern life is, especially modern life, we're not, we're not living in balance whatsoever. We're not living in balance with ourselves as human no. beings. You know, nobody's meditating, nobody's taking a proper diet, nutrition, and not even mention living in balance with the planet, with the ecosystem, with animals, with everything you know that should be taught in school to live in balance to have a balanced life also interaction with people interaction with our planet all this stuff you could argue oh yeah they they say and they teach us that yeah but it's like anecdotal it's a small thing here and there but in reality for example our connection to planet earth yeah, we are disconnected, but in reality, without planet Earth, we don't exist. Exactly. So, yeah, how come you can tell me it's not significant? It's as significant as anything else out there. It's, you know, and I'm not a stupid person, but I'm not a smart person, and I can figure this out. So, basically, anybody can figure this out. The issue is we live out of balance. And there is no easy way to fix it, but one way to fix it is to take one step at a time, and we gotta reconnect. First of all, just in general, people need to reconnect with themselves, mm -hmm. and then keep on moving on. Like I was saying, you went through hardship, I went through hardship, and I'm pretty sure that, that helped you, and it helped me. It helped me tremendously. Yeah. yeah, and you know, obviously there's hardships that you don't go through and you are broken for the rest of your life and you are just uh, traumatized and yeah, it, it, it's not good. But hardship that doesn't break you is actually good for you because it really makes you better, stronger, faster individual and it opens your eyes. It opens... So one of the things, one of the biggest lessons of my life is that I realized I'm not a center of the universe. And yeah, everybody knows that, but till you truly realize it, it's difficult to not be stuck in super egoistic way of living. And yeah, we need to realize that there are things more important than yourself, than your own bullshit. And if people realize that alone, that realization alone, can change the world just like that but obviously it's like a utopian ideas it's not so easy and not so simple but it's also not as difficult it's exactly. just it takes a mindset and also mm -hmm. some sort of discipline and uh, you know we all have to realize what's important what's not what's bullshit what's real what's true values what's not and nowadays it's very skewed for example some people pay five thousand dollars for a handbag and the cost of production of that bag is like two hundred dollars maybe even less yeah and it costs five thousand dollars and i'm not trying to hate on rich people i'm not trying to hate on people that make this bag it's not that's not the point the point is there is no such a way a handbag can cost five thousand dollars it's impossible it's just we are out of whack out of balance and when you are wacky and out of balance, things like that happen, that you will, uh, somebody will spend $5,000 on something that's literally not worth more than 300, but yeah, it's, uh, it has a prestige to it, it has a name, it has a brand. And I'm not trying to attack it, it's just what I'm saying is, that something here is out of balance, and that's my whole point. The, the virus thing and just people in general not finding the way this and that the biggest point i'm trying to make things are out of balance and in order to fix anything we gotta find some sort of balance some sort of middle ground because there's no such a thing as perfect existence you go if you watch nature nature is cruel as fuck newborn baby walks out and gets killed right away and the mother is three feet away watching 
as let's say coyotes eat her baby and it's like normal everyday thing that she happens all, all the fucking time and it's not like she's gonna dwell on it she's gonna move on yeah keep be on sad going. for a while and 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 then have another baby yeah so basically we need to live our life respect each other respect the nature respect things that are of value of course and roll with the punches life is not perfect mm -hmm. nobody for me for you for anybody it doesn't matter even if you're fucking millionaire and from outside looks like as fuck you are a fucking rock star and there's nothing going wrong you could be fucking depressed as fuck suicidal and stuff so long story short we are all human and i in my opinion we need to start pretending we are superstars and just be ourselves yeah. and that alone can change so much but you see, can I just add something to what you were saying about the people that become successful and they become suicidal and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. You see, one time a friend of mine said something that was so true. The, the thing that people fear the most is not failure, is success. Because, you know, it, anyone can be a failure, but not everyone can be successful and take it because you know when once you're like up there successful like look at these artists they're actors actress they work so hard and they go to auditions and they try to be a successful person but you know they wanted to be successful because they wanted to be a good actor or actress but then with that comes the paparazzi comes the fans and the people stalking them and all that kind of stuff and they cannot handle why because success comes with a price you know either yeah. it's working hard Everything or having to that's true but the thing is once you know yourself very well and you love yourself accept yourself forgive yourself then nobody's gonna make you fall but you because you know yeah, everything we else are our own worst enemies exactly that we uh we uh what's the name not sacrifice we, we sabotage sabotage ourselves constantly this the same goes for you and for me but because there's no self-love you know unconditional self-love not in a selfish way but in a way that we love and nurture ourselves like for example people are in quarantine right now and i see on facebook Oh my God, I just watched like three seasons of such and such. I, I watched Netflix the whole day. Like, are you kidding me? Seriously, people, this is a time that we can go and, and journal about the things that bothers us or to do some breathing or to take a nice bath or to go and clean your closet, organize your house, paint the walls, uh, whatever, you know, do the things that you need to do, fix your car, fix your porch. And focus on the things. But, you know, when you go and just go and watch TV, it's like you're in plant mode. You're just there doing your thing, but not working through. So I, it's a suggestion. And I would like for you guys to do it. I've been doing and it's working. It's helping to cope with the, the drama that's going around. Do some 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 journaling, writing, whatever it comes in your mind, and you know, breathe, and we're gonna get we're gonna get through whatever is coming through in our future because we don't know. Um, the virus for sure is gonna go away because all the viruses are plagues that came in history. When the virus has been here for many years, yeah, and it's yeah. not going away. It's just. We're gonna get immune and to immune to it. Yes, but you know what's gonna come after the virus? Like we were talking the other day, the supermarkets now, they, like for example BJ's, they we went to BJ's and they had so much food and there was nobody there because before they had so many people and not enough food. So this is gonna be kind of a problem. Food's gonna be everything's out of whack out of balance yeah yeah this, but in general yeah, that's not good there, yeah. yeah exactly jackie uh you try to make a point can you say what was your point because i didn't get it my point is just chill out and 
to dive into yourself to know who you are because once you know who you are nothing will rock you not nothing will make you'll be a, a, a rock you'll be stone you'll be so strong and nothing can move you because you know who you are and guess what if we die we die what can you do yeah we are gonna die regardless. we are gonna die so you cannot be fearing of dying you have no, to be fear of having a mediocre life. Everybody's scared of that. But, I'm uh, not. There's this quote that is from Braveheart, and I fucking love it. It resonates with me, and I probably already said it in this podcast, but it's so true. And I just the quote speaks through my heart. And I'm not saying I'm this, I'm that, but the quote itself is the most, one of the most meaningful quotes of my life that I heard. Might not be so meaningful to you, but I'm gonna say it. Mm -hmm. uh, every man dies, but not every man lives. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that's some food for thought. And think about it. Anyway, Jackie, thank you for this great podcast. Uh, uh, thank you, appreciate it. Thank you for your knowledge, insight. And I think we should make a podcast about your childhood, my childhood, your childhood, through our trauma and stuff. And, and the fun stuff. Because yeah. I had a lot of fun stuff in my childhood. We used to play in the summertime. Yeah, but it's not right now. It's not right now. You're right. Peace <laughs> out. No, yeah, exactly. So we're going to most likely make another podcast uh we made one about uh, immigrant mentality i want to uh go make a part two and i also want to make a separate one about our childhood the way we were brought up but that's in in the future for sure we're going to cover this as a topic anyway jackie once again thank you and thank god we didn't talk about corona as much as i was anticipated because everybody's sick of this shit. Me too. Me, me too. Me, me too. included. And yeah. Anyway. People please be safe out there. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And one thing that I've been saying. And I know anybody that listens is sick of it. But I will say it. And will continue. Question everything. Look into it. Don't be uh, just a follower. You don't have to be the leader. I'm no leader. And I don't really know many leaders. But you don't have to be a blind sheep. Just look into things and question things. Thank yes. you, Jackie. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, everybody. Be safe out there. Peace.